Welcome to the Red Pegasus Podcast. Now, here are your hosts, Martin Garcia and Darian Clark. It is a short episode of the Red Pegasus Podcast. Yes, sir. Christmas edition. Yes, sir. Surprise, surprise. Oh, <laughs> oh. Oh. Not like it's Christmas season or anything <laughs> like that. Yeah, right? <laughs> Come on now. This is going to be a little special. A little unique approach to Christmas. Um, we're going to be talking about the history of Christmas traditions. Yeah. It's good. Um, so we we compiled a list of some popular things that either people take part in or people used to decorate or um, people indulge in. Uh, maybe the food or drink fashion. We'll see where this list takes us. Um, and we unpack kind of where it came from, how it started, why we do what we do with what <laughs> exactly. we're doing, right? Like <laughs> never ever, even had thought you, about it. Yeah. You ever just wonder like, huh, I just put this wreath on my door, but I don't know why <laughs> it's just people say to do it. Right. Yeah. So I'm going to do it or like Christmas lights or Christmas trees or, um, wearing sweaters or doing Christmas cards or the Christmas pickle. Where'd that come from? I had no idea this was a thing. <laughs> we have one on our Christmas tree every year. Really? Yeah. It's an ornament. If you find That's... it, you have good luck. Really? Yeah. Huh. There's some white people stuff right here. <laughs> I'm just playing. <laughs> oh. So, I guess I'll kick off this list. Sound good? You yeah, want to head ahead. into it? The Christmas tree. The Simple. Classic evergreen Christmas tree. Where did that come from? Why do we put them up? Decorated trees date back to Germany in the Middle Ages with German and other European settlers popularizing Christmas trees in America by the early 19th century. A New York woodsman named Mark Carr is credited with opening the first U.S. Christmas tree lot in 1851. A 2019 survey by the American Christmas Tree Association predicted that 77% of U.S. households displayed a Christmas tree in their home. And among the trees on display, an estimated 81% were artificial and 19% were real. Wow. So that's where it started. European settler in America, 19th century. Y'all rock a fake Christmas tree or a real one? Fake. Yeah, fake one. <laughs> can you even get a real one here? Yeah. Oh, you can? You don't see the like farms everywhere? No. There's like Christmas tree farms all over the place. Really? Yeah, where you just like go up and go buy one. Oh, I thought that was like a northern thing where they grow or something. I don't really? Know. I know a few people that do real trees. Huh. Yeah, no. Fake all the way. Yeah. Baby. Fake all the way. Because then what do you do after? You throw it away, right? Yeah, you throw it away. But do you have to like chop it down? Nah. You just put it in a bucket. You do have to keep watering it. Like keep it watered with a little soil. So it stays like the whole month. Oh. Uh, because it will, it will like start dying off. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's too much work for me, dog. Yeah, right. <laughs> Can't do it. Yeah. Um, I would love to, but we have um, someone in our family who's allergic to evergreen. So Really? Yeah, we can't do it. Oh, wow. Yeah. Evergreen, huh? Yep. I'll do it to you. Mm-hmm. Um, Elf on the Shelf. Ooh, classic. This one, uh, love it or loathe it. <laughs> Since 2005, moms and dads have either joyously or be... Bre- bre- grudgingly for real been hiding a toy elf each night from thanksgiving to christmas more than 13 million elves have been adopted good grief since 2005 when carol and her daughter shanda or shanda um published the book elf on the shelf a christmas tradition 
that comes with the toy. Social media has even inspired some parents to set up elaborate scenarios for either elves, as in he TP'd the tree, or there's a whole bunch of marshmallows in the sink. <laughs> so, if you're wondering where it came from, it came from that book, Elf on a Shelf, A Christmas Tradition. And thanks to that toy that was included with the book, a lot of parents uh, That's pretty great. are annoyed to put it up yeah. or... Uh, I will you know, say I'm happy to be a part of the uh, tradition. Yeah, I will say we are not doing that tradition because that is a lot of work. <laughs> Heck yeah, dude! I saw I saw you mentioned TP the tree or fill the sink with marshmallows. I saw a video the other day where they put Mr. Potato Head on a, a grater, like a cheese grater, oh. and there was French fries under, and the elf is like sitting next to him, legs crossed, arms crossed, <laughs> like laughing. Dang. <laughs> I was like, that's savage. Going after oh, Mr. Potato that's Head. That's scary. Dude, they're fighting in the middle of the night, bro. That's crazy. They're yeah. fighting in the middle of the night. <laughs> I don't want no part of that. Um, <laughs> I'm going to hit the Christmas pickle. Okay. Let's uh, pickle. enlighten you, Martin. Yes, please do so. If there's a pickle among your snowman, angel and reindeer ornaments, you're likely taking part in the American tradition of hiding the green ornament on the tree so that the first child to find it wins a gift or gets to open the first present Christmas morning. Hmm. The practice's origins are a bit murky, or should that be briny? <laughs> but it's likely <laughs> it grew from a Woolworths marketing gimmick from the late 1800s when the retailer received imported German ornaments shaped like a pickle and needed a sales pitch. Okay. So it's like a little accidental <laughs> birth of a tradition. Yeah. Pretty great. We definitely have a pickle on our Christmas tree. I'm trying to think. I don't think I've heard of this before. Yeah. And I know someone's going to come to me and be like, bro, you haven't noticed the pickle on our tree? And I'll be like, no, I haven't. Maybe I would have said something about yeah, it. Your tea is going to come in at you yeah. hot. Like, bro, how did you not even know, dude? I'll be like, I thought it was a jalapeno this whole time. I didn't know. <laughs> That's, right. great. That's um, great. Something that uh, a lot of people, I think, enjoy are the advent calendars. Yep, we got one. And uh, I thought, you know, well, let's figure out where this came from. Early versions of this tradition started in Germany in 1903 by publisher Gerhard Land, offered a way for children to count down to Christmas by opening one door or window a day to reveal a Bible passage, poem, or even a small gift. Since gaining mass popularity in 1920, the calendars have evolved to secular calendars that include daily gifts from Mini bottles of wine, to nail polish, to chocolates, and to action figures. See these all the time. I've seen one at Target yeah. for uh, Christmas socks. Like you, you open up that, the calendar and it's a Christmas sock. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, we definitely partake in that every single year. Uh, reading Bible passages, really cool way uh, just to get in the Christmas spirit. Nice. Um, I'm going to unpack the ugly Christmas sweater for you. That is a good one. What is the history of this, and why are people rocking them still to this day? Well, you can blame our neighbors to the north for this silly, ironic tradition that really gained steam in the 1980s. According to the Ugly Christmas Sweater Party Book, sweaters became a party trend in Vancouver, Canada in 2001, and the trend is seemingly here to stay. According to Fox Business, the ugly sweater industry is a multi-million dollar business with websites Jeez. such as tipsy elves retailers macy's kohl's and target and even food chains jumping on the ugly bandwagon yep so interesting thanks canadians for the cool new tradition that we all still carry on today 
Yeah, ugly Christmas sweater parties. Oh yeah, those are good. Big hit. Um, uh, this one that I've got Christmas or Christmas. I, I did this twice already. Cookies and milk for Santa, mm. <laughs> not Christmas and milk. Um, while leaving treats for Santa and his reindeer dates back to ancient. You might have to correct me on this. Norse mythology. All right. Um, Americans began to sweeten up the tradition during the Great Depression in the 1930s as a sign of showing gratitude during a time of struggle. There Interesting. Dates back to Norse mythology. All right. Cookies and milk for Santa. All right. I'm going to unpack the Christmas cards. <clears throat> Why do we send out Christmas cards every year? The first official Christmas card debuted in 1843 England with the simple message, a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year to you. There's a picture here of it, and it's like, good grief. That is extra vintage. It's <laughs> super cool. Uh, the idea of a mailed winter holiday greeting card gradually caught on in both Britain and the U.S. with the Kansas City-based Hall Brothers, now Hallmark, who knew, <laughs> creating a folded card sold with an envelope in eight, 1915. Today, according to the Greeting Card Association, more than 1.6 billion holiday cards are sold annually. That is crazy. Nice. We will have Christmas cards going out soon, so be on the lookout for those. Be on or the if lookout. you don't think you're on the list, reach out and we'll send you one. <laughs> if you don't think you're <laughs> on the list. Oof. <laughs> That's awkward. Oh, yeah. Moving on. Um, For me, of course, I had to do this one. Boozy eggnog. Now, Ooh. I'm not an eggnog person myself, but a boozy cocktail drink, I could definitely take that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, nothing makes the holidays like a glass of spiked eggnog. Um, although the... Yuletide cocktail stems from posset. Huh. Is that how you say it? P-O-S-S-E-T. Posset. A drink made with hot curdled milk. Ugh. <laughs> An ale or wine from medieval England. Um, American colonists get credit for making it popular and adding rum. Even George Washington had a special recipe. Huh. That is uh, pretty interesting. Very. So you're not an eggnog fan? Not an eggnog fan. But the no. boozy part you are. The booziness, yeah. yeah. I'll just take the booze without the eggnog. To I be love honest. me some eggnog, man. I get a Christmas glass and just pour that thick liquid right on into that Christmas glass. <laughs> and gulp her down. Oh, <laughs> yummy. That's nasty. <laughs> Gulping down. But curl, I don't heat it, it up or anything. Curled it eggnog. You said hot milk or milk. something like that in that? <laughs> I don't heat it up. <laughs> Made with some. hot curdled milk hot curdled milk wow those are like the three worst words put together um <laughs> i'm gonna talk about christmas lights uh why do we do this interesting never thought about it well thomas edison may be famous for the light bulb but it was his partner and good friend edward hibbard johnson who had the bright idea of stringing the bulbs around a christmas tree in new york in 1882 by 1914 the lights were being mass produced and now some 150 million sets of lights are sold in the U S each year. Wowzers. So thank Thomas Edison's friend himself. Yeah. Right. That's crazy. My bad. I interrupted you. I didn't mean to interrupt you there at the end. You good. I'm done. (laughs) It just blew my mind. How many lights that is. Um, all right. Next one on the list. We have door wreaths. Ooh, um, wreaths have been around since the ancient Greek and Roman times, but the evergreen Christmas wreath often adorned by 
bows, bows of holly eventually took on Christian meaning with the circular shape representing eternal life and the holly leaves and berries symbolic of Christ's crown and thorns uh, of thorns and blood, according to the New York Times. Oh, wow. Today's wreaths, which come in all varieties from flowers and fruit to glass balls and ribbon uh, to artificial and themed are mo are <laughs> I can't read today are most often seen as a secular winter tradition. Huh. Just like that. I did not know that. That's very interesting. Back from Roman and Greek times. Yeah. And to give you my last one that I'm going to take over here is a visit from St. Nick. Where did that come from and why do we still take part of it today? Best known as The Night Before Christmas, the reading of this classic by poet Clement Moore is a holiday, American holiday tradition. Believed to have been written on Christmas Eve of 1822, the New Yorker is said to have been inspired by his sleigh ride home. According to the U.S. Library of Congress, Clement, a professor at the General Theological Seminary in Manhattan, was embarrassed by the work, which was made public without his knowledge, in December 1823. Moore did not publish it under his name until 1844. Wow. So, like, dude, didn't even want to take credit for it for... 22 years and he's finally like all right it's catching steam i'll 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 say it was started by me yeah very interesting starting from the from the book and a poet and now we all not all but a lot of us take part in nice santa coming down our chimney and uh i'm gonna end it with the 12 days of christmas which also comes from a children's book Mm. um even though most of us hear the song between thanksgiving and christmas day the Christian 12 days of Christmas, which spanned the birth of Jesus and the visit of the Maggie, actually took place uh, from December 25th to January 6th. The earliest version of the poem turned song is thought to have been published in Mirth Without Mischief, a children's book from 1780, with the modern version credited to English composer Frederick Austin, who set the poem to music. Each year, the PNC Christmas Price Index totals up the total cost of the 12 gifts named in the song based (laughs) on current markets. For uh, 2019, uh, even uh, everything from the partridge in a pear tree to 12 drummers drumming would run up a bill of $38,993.59. Dang, dude. The high rollers, bro. High rollers. That's crazy. (laughs) That's too funny that everybody... Yeah, the PNC. I forget that they do that. They always uh, total up all the gifts uh, and see how much it is. I want to redo that. I mean, I don't know how you put a price tag on a drummer drumming, yeah. but I want to do that like on Amazon. Like how much that would cost you from if you bought it all from <laughs> <Yeah>. Amazon. <laughs> Just make sure you don't hit next yes. and complete order. Yes. That or, would be very yeah, bad. Buy now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, interesting. But yeah, nice. that's cool. That's probably our biggest and favorite tradition. We do 12 Days of Christmas. On the 12th day of Christmas, we'll have a